Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, congrats on the second straight shutout, Pablo. Um, was this kind of uh, something you guys were, were looking for going into this match was to, to put forth a, a, a defensive effort? And, and come away with that that clean sheet for the first time on the road in a while? Well, you know, I think it's, it's everything. I, I think we want to be better at everything, every game. I, I think there was a time in the season where we were conceding a lot of goals. And so that's obviously been a huge part of our focus in the last month. Um, and obviously when you come on the road, um, it's it's even, it, you know, it becomes more of an emphasis as well. Um, so I think the performance was 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 a gutsy performance from the guys. Uh, this place is hot and it's humid, um, and uh, you know to thwart their attack, which is pretty dynamic. I, I thought the guys did a good job. And having said that, you know I think we created a few good opportunities where um, you know if we were if we were cleaner in, in the final pass um, or the decision or the shot, um, along with you know Steve Clark came up trumps on on Bertine's. Uh, chance in the first half, which which I thought he took really well. I, I just think that we have to be, our decisions have to be quicker in the final third um, to, to really punish teams. But I think overall it was a really good performance and definitely one to build on. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Bertin as well. I I, I think um, he, he certainly showed some, some impressive stuff there in the first half. And then I think obviously just the trust that you put in him, you know, starting tonight, do you feel like you guys have really kind of found something with him? Yeah, no, I think he's, uh, I said this, I think midweek, you know, he was our, he was our leading goal scorer in preseason. And so we had an opportunity to kind of see um, the attributes that he brings to the group. Um, obviously he's always played out wide and um, you know, I think his, his, his ability to, to, to run his ability to get in the box and his fearlessness in front of goal, you know, uh, you know, the, the header that he went up with uh, Steve Clark and, you know, and he's, he's willing to put himself in dangerous spots and he's got a fantastic shot. So, you know, I think he's, uh, he's, he's a player that as is multidimensional in the way he plays and obviously, um, you know, position wise, he can play a couple different positions. He's got a great attitude. You know, he's, 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 you know, the prototype of, of, of the type of striker that, 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 that we want. And so I think uh, it's very encouraging signs as well um, coming from, 
um, not really being with the team and then having a, a cameo in the uh, Open Cup to then starting his first MLS game. Um, I think it's significant progress. And um, obviously there's going to be a lot of ups and downs, but I think he's he's shown really well in, in the last two performances. And then lastly for me, um, you guys certainly rotated through a lot of bodies tonight. And then you've got, you know, a, a, a big week this week, three three games in, in one week again. Um, do you feel like you you saw anything from from guys tonight that could give you a, a sign of, of the of of who can go on on Wednesday and kind of what you might have going forward these next six or seven days? Yeah, I, I think the you know the reason uh, using all the subs is is because it is a busy week, and uh, you know I think for the most part, um, you know you're 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 pretty aware of of what each guy can bring. Um, and sometimes it's just an opportunity, like in Bertine's case, I think Emeka did a really good job when he came into the game. Um, and so that, that sub was kind of planned. Scotty, with his experience, um, getting us to halftime and then bringing Emeka in there, um, you know, and, and, and now we have Pablo and, and hopefully uh, Marcelo uh, available midweek along with Bodie and Anderson. And so the dynamic of the group will change a little bit. But, but again, I think, um, you know, the guys executed really well. Awesome. Thanks. All right, Alex, your line's open. Hey, Pablo, I just want to ask you specifically about uh, Brian Ojeda, Scott Caldwell, and Mecca Nelly. How do you feel that the midfield fared in this one um, in a very hot Houston game? Yeah, no, I think they, they did a lot of graft. Uh, you know, obviously they made they made uh, penetrating in the middle of the field very difficult. Um, again, in these type of conditions, it, it, it really hampers uh, you know, I think you saw it towards the end where the game got really opened up. But but I think we we as a group have to utilize our pivots more in progressing the ball up the field. I think we got some fantastic uh, players, and uh, and I, I think when we were able to you know to to play into them and switch the point of attack, I think we we created a lot of space for our wingers, Sava, Andres, um, Chang, um, Diego, and so um, I, I think they did a really good job. And like I said, bringing bringing Pablo back. Uh, midweek and then hopefully Jasper's on the mend it, you know it, these opportunities are, are important for young players um, to to showcase their stuff and and really you know gain the confidence of the group and uh, you know guys like uh, Bertine and, and Nomeka are doing just that. How do you how does that kind of change the look at the midfield is is Ruiz and Laffelson still the number ones or does this just make the decision more difficult considering their performances? Yeah, I mean, I, I think again, I think every every player brings a different um, attribute to that position. Uh, you know, obviously Pablo and, and Jasper are more, you know, more eights in that position where they like to get forward. You know, Pablo's been dangerous from the top of the box from from a shooting perspective. You know, I think uh, Ojeda's in the last really three weeks, he's really come come a long ways in, in gaining his confidence back that we saw last year. Um, his his positioning defensively, his positioning offensively, his decisions with the ball have continued to improve. Um, and you know, again, I think Omeka is is more of a you know holding player, but he, uh, you know he can get forward and, and keeps keeps good uh, makes good decisions on the ball. And so, yeah, I mean, I think it, it, it's it's not that it's a hard decision. Uh, I think what we always seek is the best decision. And um, and I think you know when guys get a chance to step up and they showcase their stuff again. I'd like to say the team picks itself, uh, but when you have so many options, then it becomes, you know, it becomes my responsibility to put the, put the and, and it's also about pairings as well. You know, players that play well and understand each other. And so Scotty today, I thought, did a really good job in the first half balancing out Ojeda. Um, and, and so, again, I think it's just 
we'll continue to see the evolution of the midfield as, as we move forward. Awesome. And lastly, Pablo, I just want to ask about the goal scoring. Obviously, you guys come out with the 0-0 zero, zero draw on the last one, 0-0 zero, zero draw on this one. It's good results, but do you what's kind of missing right now and just finding those opportunities and getting a ball in the back of the net? Yeah, I, again, I think, again, I say this all the time. In the areas, you've got to make plays, right? So we, I, I feel like we were in uh, advantageous positions in, in both halves, um, and, and then we got to make plays. And, and there's, there's, and when we make plays, we score three goals. And when we don't make plays in the area, we don't score any. Um, and so, you know, I think it's, it's, you know, and the ball could bounce either way. You know, I, again, I think Steve came up with a couple big saves today. Um, and so it's a, it's a culmination of things. But I think at the end of the day, um, we, we just have to make the best decision inside the box, which is difficult because there's not a lot of space and there's not a lot of time. And uh, um, but those are things that, uh, you know, we, we talked about shortly after the game is, again, we got to get back to, you know, when we have a good training week, we're, we're really focusing in on that, to, you know, the final third and, and, and how we want to break teams down. And then at the end of the day, you, you, need, a, you need a good shot, you need a good pass, um, and, and that's how you score goals. Awesome. Thank you, Pablo. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything it was violent it was senseless and i will never understand it i will never accept it i'm amy donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast the letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. Uh, I sir, your line is open. Está ¿Y a qué se debe este éxito también del de buen juego que ha tenido Zach Matt, que pues es parte fundamental también de esa, esas porterías en cero? Yo creo que de, de, después de los primeros cinco partidos hemos enfocado mucho en el tema defensiva y para mí la defensa siempre es, eh, es un trabajo colectivo. Si los delanteros están enchufados y están conscientes de, de, de los jugadores atrás, uh, sacan los ángulos y le ayuda a los pivotes para, para aguantar el espacio y después presionar. Yo creo que hemos hecho mucho trabajo táctica en, 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 en esa parte de, de, de nuestro equipo. Y como si vos necesitas que el, 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 el arquero en este partido, el SAC, eh, tapa uno o dos que hizo dos o tres jugadas muy importantes para, para hacer cierto que mantenemos el, 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 el cero. Así es un trabajo colectivo y yo creo que 
cuando mirando para adelante, si, si podemos jugar así, def, defender de una manera colectiva, y ahora podemos meter gol, somos un, un, un equipo muy difícil para, para quebrar, muy, muy difícil para, para defender, y es el, el, la meta del grupo. Y también preguntarte con respecto, obviamente se, se comentó, ha habido muchas bajas el día de hoy, eh, por lesión, por la expulsión de Pablo Ruiz, ¿tuviste que recurrir más a los jóvenes en el juego de hoy? El caso de, de Jackson, que fue titular hoy. Eh, para ti, ¿qué tan importante es en el proyecto del Real Salt Lake el utilizar a los, a los jóvenes, a los canteranos de manera frecuente? Sí, eh, claro, todos los partidos son diferentes y cuando perdé el Marcelo y el Pablo, ahora tenemos que ajustar el, el grupo de una manera sensible y, yo, y para mí, eh, cuando entrenamos eh, durante la semana, todos los, 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 los jóvenes tienen la oportunidad para mostrar. Y con cada entrenamiento va creciendo la confianza del jugador y también la confianza, la confianza que los, los compañeros tienen en, en, en los jóvenes. Y para mí, eh, hicimos un muy buen trabajo como un club encontrar a estos, estos jugadores que, que se animan a, a, a jugar en este nivel con el esfuerzo la, la, la manera que se portan, comportan con los compañeros, eh, son muy profesionales, y para mí, si, si no tiene otra opción, hay que, hay que darle la oportunidad, y yo creo que todos los jóvenes, eh, hasta este momento, eh, el Gavin, el Diego, el, el Bertín y, y la Meca han, han jugado bastante bien. Gracias. All right, Pablo, we're going to finish with Sean, your line's open. Yeah, Pablo, uh, hopefully really quick, because you touched on him a little bit, but I just wanted to ask about Brian Vera, who's been so good for you guys, the way that he's, we've talked about the way that he's worked into the group as, as quickly as he has, but what are kind of some of those conversations like when, when he's going back and forth between left back and center back, and like I can't imagine today it was, he had a long time to consider whether or not he was going to start in place of Marcelo, right? Um, well, Marcelo didn't train on Wednesday, so we had a couple days of, of work uh, with Brian um, in that position and just to make sure he felt comfortable. And some of the, obviously, the, uh, the roles and responsibilities are quite different, you know, especially when we want to play a, more of a zonal back line. And those are things that, you know, in Colombia, it was, you know, it was two center backs against one uh, center forward. And so just even at halftime, just making, just, just bringing up the fact that, We want to make sure that we're rotating so that we're not opening up spaces from our center back to our outside back and allowing their Karaskia to make that run between our outside back and our center back. And so there's little adjustments that, that he needs to make. But the one thing uh, when we scouted uh, Brian, you know, he's, he's played in Italy. And if there's a place uh, where you want to raise good young defenders, uh, I, I don't think there's a better place on the planet. And so his ability to adapt into a group a new league, a new culture, a new club, um, but also take the information and play as well as he has, uh, speaks volumes about his, his projection. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.